Putin Bratwurst. Hi and welcome to Putin Bratwurst. We are here in, uh, well, I am here in Germany, in Hamburg. Um, it is the 9th of August and I am hopefully speaking to my friend over in Quebec. Philippe, are you there? I am with uh, potentially the worst quality I ever had on the show. Wow, that, that, that's yeah. a bummer at the start. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I want to say sorry for the fans again. Uh, <laughs> I'm not the greatest at packing. I always forget a billion things and um, I forgot my microphone. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so um, I'm at my parents' place uh, this week. So it's been fun to see them um, and see my friends and everything. So since we, you know, we had some time we can work from other places i thought i could go work at my parents place for a week also oh, um, you so you're not actually on vacation you're working there that's correct yeah i don't have vacations at all uh this year so wow um, great yeah <laughs> not great but uh yeah so how, how was your week or your weeks um yeah well um it's it's getting pretty hot here in in germany so i'm actually uh, I'm sitting here topless in front of the screen. From my for my own delight. For your own delight, because obviously you guys can can see my glory. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's it's very very hot here in Germany, and um, that doesn't really make it easier to work. But mm -hmm. um, I also don't have vacation yet. I will have some vacation later on. But to be honest, I, I would just really, really like to to go to a different country and go to a beach, mm. go to a hotel. And um, actually, I was thinking of doing that, going to Spain or so. But since the corona numbers everywhere are going up again, um, it's not, it doesn't really look like a wise idea to plan a vacation at this no. moment. So Sadly, it's not. Yeah, so I, I'm not going to be able to do that. But... Um, uh, in September, I, I plan and, and go on some vacation. How's the weather mm -hmm. over there? Because really, like we having, uh, you guys are using Celsius or Fahrenheit? Celsius. Celsius. Oh, great. So we're having like for this week, we have like thirty-five degrees Celsius. Yikes! And it's, Yikes. Yeah, it's, it's really really hot. How's it over there? Uh, it's it's warm too, but uh, I, I guess it's the same in Hamburg because like there's the, the the dock and everything, but it's very humid here. Holy, sh it's so oh, humid. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, whatever you do, it's it's always um, you're always like sweating and sticky. It's just it's just bad all over the place. And it's just really unpleasant to be anywhere uh, outside, inside. It's just unpleasant all over. You need AC. My oh, parents yeah. don't have AC, so oh, um, it's really warm in here. It's really really warm. I don't um, I don't have it either in my apartment. At, at home at my parents' place, my dad is like the biggest AC addict in the world. He he would really put AC everywhere if he could, and so, <laughs> but th that's a nice thing because you don't. Uh, it's it's not nice for the environment, but it's good uh, for summer. You because it's always kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I, mm -hmm. I I saw this documentary the other day about this Austrian architect, and he he builds buildings. I think they're called, I think like something like twenty two to twenty six um, degrees buildings. And they call that because these buildings, in no matter how cold or hot it is outside, inside it always has between 22 degrees of um, Celsius and 26 degrees Celsius. It never has more or less than that, and that's only due to the materials you used and due to um, like smart technology that controls the windows and stuff. So that's a very efficient and and also environmentally friendly way to have a, um, cool buildings. Um, do you still hear me yeah i do i do I oh do okay, okay all right so <laughs> yeah yeah um so i i i think that's very very smart but obviously many many people just build cheap houses and cheap you know yeah, condos not everyone can afford this kind of uh it's like these eco-friendly buildings that like use rainwater to, to yeah. for everything and i mean it's, it's the best case scenario but yeah sadly not everyone can afford i think these. i think Maybe it should be day. subsidized to be honest i think um the governments should should uh, give you extra money to do that because it really just makes no sense to to put an ac in every fucking room yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
Well, now, the government here like is very is very subsidizing all these like smart windows stuff and uh, oh, that's like, cool. If you if you change your windows or something that is more energy efficient for for winter, for example, so you use less electricity to to warm your place, you get subsidized. Um, everything you can change in your house basically if you choose the the eco friendly option, you get some for some form of subsidization mm-hmm. uh, out of it. So it's pretty yeah, it's pretty nice. I I hear you. Um, like your voice is cracking down again and again. I'm I'm trying to concentrate on that. If you, so if you guys, I don't know if it's the same for you guys on the recording, but if it is, um, uh, anytime I I don't understand you, Philip, um, or it's not really easy to understand you, I I would I'm probably gonna ask you to repeat what you said, just so you know. Oh that. yeah, I'll I'll try to speak louder. Maybe it's gonna be better if I speak louder. Yeah, maybe it's like you you know it's like it's like you you say something and then. Oh, and you don't you hear the next thing and you and everybody has to like you know like like that so guess what you're yeah 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 oh i'm really sorry my, my parents wi-fi is also dog shit so isn't everybody everyone's parents wi-fi dog shit <laughs> i guess and anyways um so uh before like we uh, because it's so hot we we thought of making this like a, a special summer episode But before we start digging into that topic, which hopefully is going to mm-hmm. be fun, um, there's one thing I, I have to speak to, to you about. And that's, have you seen that Axiom uh, interview with Trump? Yeah, 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 I have, yeah. Holy fucking shit. Isn't that, like, I know it's it's horrible to, you know, <laughs> because it, it just speaks uh, volumes about how, what a shitty situation we are in right now that this moron is actually the the most powerful man in the world but wow is it ever entertaining i i don't know how many times i watched like clips of it yeah well i think the best thing that came out of it was these memes you know the the, the, yeah. the guy's facial expressions are so good <laughs> he makes really good facial expression no but in all seriousness it's um it's it's i think this this interview could have had an impact like an actual impact Because he looks so like out of it, like he looks so out of the loop, and his answers oh, yeah. are, are so weak. Yeah. He just looks like a really weak leader, basically. It's like, like you can't do that, you know. That there's this moment where uh, where he, he he gives them some charts, and um, like I think ever since from the beginning, yeah. they they uh, um, they White House staff leaked that Trump loves charts, like where he has like big charts that are easy easy to understand and that show mm. something goes up. He loves those those things, so they always print out charts, and he yeah. has these baby charts. It really looks like super unprofessional, and he gives them these charts, and 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 um, where America is actually. The USA is actually number one in cases and it worldwide, and it says like it's like death uh, in proportion to cases or something like that, or at or, or something like that. Anyways, and and he's like, um, and then this this uh, interviewer is like, it's like, well, um, that that's uh, um, that I'm talking about a different number that the the one you're giving is is like that's not really relevant, and and Trump just goes like, well, you can't do that. You can't do that, and he's like, "Why can't I do that?" It's really, oh, it's, it's so good. It's so good. But I honestly, the, the 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 one thing I'm asking myself is, why the fuck did he agree to do that? I mean, he did the the interview with the Fox, uh, the Fox News guy, and even yep. that one roasted him the week before. Yeah. So why the fuck yeah. would he go to someone who is clearly not gonna uh, give him easy easy punches? I don't get it. Well, I, I think he still did a good job at like um, when when I think like when he felt Trump was like out of it, he would like tell him things to like sweeten him a bit. I thought it was a good job, honestly. I do too. think that too because he, he could have he, he could have walked away at some point, you know. Yeah, well, well, if he if he had done that, it would have been the worst outcome for him. Like, it's that would have been even yeah. worse if he had just gone like, okay, this interview is over, which at some points I expected him to do. So I thought yeah, okay, yeah, he's gonna he's saying. gonna stop it at I, I any moment so now. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought so too. But I thought the interviewer um, had a way to bring him back into comfort. You know, I feel mm. like some, sometimes Trump was like feeling better. Then you roast him again and like tell him some nice things and this and that and and what he said like um, your friend Obama and the guy's like he's not my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty good. 
<laughs> All right. Um, it was a, it was it was a, it was a very fascinating interview for sure. It it was it definitely was. Um, so if you guys haven't watched it, I think it's still on YouTube. Um, everybody should yep. check that out. It's it's sad, obviously, because it's it really is like a comedy bit, and these are not times to laugh about stuff like that. But still, it's it's highly entertaining. I I, I don't recall having seen a more entertaining uh, political interview ever. So, um, if for, yeah. for, not for the good reasons, sadly. If, nope. I, if I was an American, I would say that's for the good reasons. Nope, definitely not. Um, all right. Um, I think we should go into the next um, uh, take now. And uh, obviously, sure. since this since this is um, the summer episode, I also um, picked only picked summer songs. So my first song for the list is from a German group called Die Ärzte, and the song is called Ein Sommer nur für mich, which means a summer only for me. Where um, the they they give this interesting philosophical thesis of um, if uh, he the guy the singer asks, does the sun also is the sun also shining for neo Nazis? Because if you ask me, it's not. And <laughs> neo Nazis should not be allowed to travel and enjoy the beauty of the world. And I couldn't agree more. And that's a question you, we should all ask ourselves when it's nice outside. So I put that on the list. <laughs> wow. Uh, so you went deeper than me. I just went for music. I like to listen with the windows open during a nice mm. summer day. It's nice. like driving music kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So my, my first song is um, Knocking at Your Back Door from Deep Purple. Mm. All right. Hear you guys in a moment. Oh, man. Reading the news is so exhausting. It hurts me in the eyes. And it always challenges my personal feelings. Are you tired of reading the actual news? Yeah. Do you find it difficult to follow the complex and fast developments of today's world? Yeah. Then go ahead and join your uncle's WhatsApp group. Stop reading elaborated articles with foreign words and complicated sentence structure. Get your information through easily understandable memes and videos made by people without a high school degree. Your uncle's WhatsApp group offers easy explanations for complex issues. Confirm all of your gut feelings with credible opinions on why white men have been right all along. Be part of the latest global trends such as fascism, racism, sexism, and of course, Christian fundamentalism. Your uncle's WhatsApp group is a pool of fascinating alternative facts. For example, the Earth is flat after all. Bill Gates wants to channel your thoughts with vaccines. Or, Greta Thunberg is a lizard controlled by Antifa. But don't worry, your uncle's WhatsApp group is also a source of fun. Videos from the early 2000s with jokes from the 1950s will guarantee you easily accessible humor without any layers. So what are you waiting for? Join your uncle's WhatsApp group now and receive a free tinfoil hat. Stop being fun at family dinners. Start being an old white man by joining your uncle's WhatsApp group. Hello and welcome back to Putin Bradwurst, your long distance podcast. Before we get into the second segment, I have to tell you something I forgot to tell you. Oh, okay. What's that? We got we got another email for me to play The Last of Us. Oh shit. Wow. I almost yes. forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, we did. So uh, here we are. We are. Did I say three or four? I think you said three. Well, I if I said three, which I'm willing to accept, uh, well, I have to finish the game now. Oh. <laughs> so I'm announcing. I'm announcing that uh, on the next episode, we will tell you what our Twitch account is, because I will be playing uh, The Last of Us on that account. So, just so you know. Are you also going to give like a quick wrap-up of what happened in the game 
and how much you liked it or hated it in the podcast because I feel like people who are, who are not on Twitch um, w w are probably going to be interested in hearing uh, hearing you okay. hate the game as well. Okay, well we'll call it the last the last of the reports. I'll tell you a report <laughs> every every two weeks. All right, all right. I'm, I'm very curious to hear that as well. <laughs> all right. Just so you cool. know, I just left the, the hotel thing. That's where I am right now. All right, hotel thing. All right. Oh yeah. yeah. Anyways, we're, we're not talking about that now. But I'm yeah, very yeah. happy to hear that. Um, all right. So for a second take, I, uh, I thought we could we could discuss what we both think is our favorite summers. Oh yeah. Um, like your best summer memories. Um. So I, I asked I asked Simon of thinking about like his favorite year maybe mm -hmm. um i i mean i told you just like one minute before we started recording so i can start if you want um yeah you go ahead sure you go okay ahead. it's not that interesting honestly it's just uh, you know, when... don't 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 uh don't, don't uh, uh put it down before you <laughs> don't hate on your segment before you even start it no i mean i mean it's it's, it's just i'm just sharing like the best time of my life basically which well, was the summer interesting I, 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 it was the summer of 2013. Oh. So, yeah, I was pretty young. I was, what, 19 back then or something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, the reason why this, this summer was so special, it was because it was the ultimate year of freedom for me. Okay. I just, I just finished what we called Sejep here, which is like before going to university. Uh -huh. And I, I had a shitty car that I loved. I, I, I had I had a girlfriend back then, and my relationship with her was was good. Um, and I was working at a hotel slash restaurant, and all my friends were all working in restaurants, so we all had the same life. Um, we're all living on the same beat, if you can if you get if you can get what mm -hmm. I'm saying. Mm -hmm. We're all working from like three to eleven p.m. or something, and we would all carry in our car um, sleeping bags. Okay. Uh, because almost every other day, one of the guys would say, uh, my parents aren't home or I, uh, you guys come at my place tonight. So like several times a week, we would do bonfires. Do you like oh, bonfires? I do like them. Yeah. So everybody, most of us were living at our parents' place back then. And um, I was still, yes, just before I moved out. Um, and so every time one of our parents weren't there, we would just call the bonfire. Um, so like we had like several every week and we were always carrier 12 pack of beers in our, in our, in our um, trunk and our sleeping bag and a pillow. So mm -hmm. we could sleep anywhere all the time. Oh, um, nice. It was so much fun. Uh, so many memories from that era, just like, oh, my cabin, my parents' cabin is, is available, oh, my parents' house is available, and we would just go, uh, yeah, just every, just almost every night, and if I was not seeing my buddies, I was seeing my girlfriend, and and I remember that time, that year was the year the album Random Access Memories came out, mm. do you remember that album? I do, yes. I loved that album when it came out, I don't know if it aged too well, I think it did, I haven't listened to it much since but that that i had it on cd right and I, it was on mm -hmm. my in my car and it played non-stop it was literally the soundtrack of my summer wow. you know finishing work getting a text from this guy or this guy saying at my place right now i would just drive from work and i was living far from Quebec city back then so it was like 30 minutes drive every time but i didn't care man i just wanted to be with my oh. buddies <laughs> drink some brews listen to music and just you know it was so much fun, and it's it's kind of sad thinking about it now because um, it's literally impossible. Like I know this time will never ever yes. come again. Oh. Yeah, yes, it's it's just impossible to have so little responsibilities and just not giving a fuck about anything except hanging out with your buddies. You know, that the was freedom freedom summer. that comes with this, right? Yeah, it was insane. Wow. I, I, oh, it yes. was it was as as I started with. It was the, the summer of freedom. It was before I got into university. It was like two years before I met you, maybe. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, man, what a, what a time! Seriously, just because, as you said, you can do whatever you want, and yeah. there was always something fun to do. It was it was also a summer of hangovers. I think I'm still hangover from these nights. <laughs> but uh, what a time! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I honestly like like. I, I even though I haven't been there, I I feel it. I feel the moment. I feel what you exactly what you're feeling, even though uh, I haven't felt exactly that. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh man, 
Uh-huh. It was there was we have so many crazy stories from these nights, and <laughs> I, I remember one of these nights. I'm just gonna tell one story, yeah, just one. Sure. Maybe maybe more if we have time. But I, I I'm gonna have. I don't know if it's a good story. You'll tell me. So we were in in the town where I used to live. There was another guy we used to hang out with that was living there, and his parents had a big backyard. But it was like mm-hmm. rocks. It was not like grass. It was like rocks. Yeah. I don't know why. It's kind of weird. And we would all get drunk there. And two of my friends started getting like kind of like in the competition of who's going to drink the most vodka or something. Mm-hmm. So both of them got like totally hammered. And so we, we went and get Putsin actually. We went to get Putsin at the mm. Putsin place that was near my friend's place. And they were closing down like for the night. And they tell us like, oh, do you want all we have left? Like for free basically. Yeah. So they gave us like a massive amount of cheese and a massive amount of fries and everything. And my two drunk friends, like they were just eating the cheese because it's on top, right? They were too drunk to understand what's in, I think. Yeah. They're just eating a lot of cheese and they got <laughs> so drunk. So can you imagine like we were like all sitting in a circle on, 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 like, on like seats, but the drunkest guy, he was laying down on his side in the middle of us on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> and he he was puking like like a cat like balls of cheese like oh god bleh, oh no <laughs> and there was a, it was it was cheese curds falling out of his mouth and and we we were not doing anything we're just talking around him we're all sitting around him like he was an animal like a zoo <laughs> and like we were just making sure he was on his side so that if he pukes he won't like choke himself to yeah. death or something. So we're just looking to making sure he was on his side, and he was oh, just like God. coughing, coughing like cheese curds. Oh no! And and he told me he woke up. So we went to bed, and we just left him here, there. And he said he woke up with the first light of the day, and he was laying down on the on rocks, like little rocks, you know. <laughs> he said it was one of the worst morning of his life. And our, our other friend, we we used uh, tie wraps. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We tie wrapped him to a, a like a, a beach chair. <laughs> and you you woke up like attached to the chair. <laughs> yeah, we were, so we were, stupid. Yeah, we were we were very dumb. And I remember like um, I, w- I was like pretty drunk drunk too. And I remember like they were like we need more drinks. The two of them He's, like we need more drinks. I was like, dude, we, there's nothing left. We we drank everything we had. He's like, get me something. So I took all the empty beers. And, I, and I, I took all that was left in it and I, I made like two shots out of it. So I, I took like, I don't know, 30 cans of beer and every drop I could get from every cans. So it's basically like everybody's saliva that was mixed into a shot glass or something. Oh, no. <laughs> and they just had the shots. Oh, so God. Uh, okay. All right. All right. I'm going to stop. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there because we're not getting back, back to that that beautiful moment that you pictured before that. I'm not going to get back to that picture. <laughs> so that, that, that's pretty, I mean, we're just doing all to say that we're doing crazy things and we went road tripping and uh, yeah, it, it was so good. And my, my girlfriend at the time, her mom had a camping car thing mm-hmm. right next to the St. Lawrence river. So for people that are, are international listeners, St. Lawrence river is um, if you come from the Atlantic ocean and you want to enter North America, like my great great ancestors did you you have to like take the boat and you go inside the continent and it's it, it's very large at first and the more you get inside the continent mm-hmm. all the way to montreal montreal it gets thinner and thinner and thinner and so she was living maybe 40 minutes from quebec city so you could see you could still see the other side and it's like a it's like a massive river like insanely big and it was just stunning you could see you like we could spend like afternoons just stalking by the river nice and that's beautiful. that was also very nice yeah, yeah yeah so that's pretty much my 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 favorite summer man awesome um my favorite summer i think i think i have to go for a combo thing here because Ooh. first of all i thought to to do the summer of 2011 and I think 2011 marked the climax, but it marked the climax of a thing that started the year before, actually, in the summer before. Oh, okay. Um, because the summer before that, I went uh, in 2010, I went to the US to a summer school um, for a six-week um, summer school program there. Mm-hmm. Where a lot of international people went and met there. And it turned out to change my life 
uh, in quite a huge way. So um, obviously it's like, it's like, a, it's always a really nice summer program. You learned English, but you also had cool activities. You, um, you played games, you did sports and you, you just met, met very many cool people. And uh, um, that year was the year where, when I started like at home in my school, everybody started drinking and um, it started to be like, uh, when you want to have fun with other people, you, you're going to drink and you're going to binge drink together with your friends. And, yep. um, and obviously being in the U S and being a, like a, a scholastic program, you weren't allowed to, to drink. So it was completely alcohol free, but the lack of alcohol was never missed. And it felt like you were being brought, being brought back to what was awesome before you were a teenager. And uh, before you did all that, that, uh, that, ironical stuff so you we played like capture the flag and everybody mm -hmm. was soaked in sweat and mud and stuff like that and it was just fun it was so much fucking fun like um you know you were hiding in the bushes and um i remember there was like there were some native american kids as well and i was hiding in the bushes with with this native american kid and he looked at me and he was like man i feel so fucking native right now and you know it was like <laughs> these kind of moments and that that just were so much fun and you you got to to meet so many interesting people and uh mm -hmm. and i actually met one person who is um who um so he was from germany and he lived very very close actually to where 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 my parents lived and where where i obviously lived and oh, yeah. um, actually it was like a, a 10 minute ride by car so what a coincidence to meet that person in massachusetts and, what are the chances? And I fucking hated the guy. I hated him more than anything. He oh, was, okay. I was a not complete, expecting that. He was a complete show off. He, uh, his name, he shares your name. And uh, he was a complete okay. show off. And um, just dictating everybody around. And he was a dick to so many people. And I was like, what a fucking dick. And I made, like, I, I really tried not to be with him. And, um, and like, one thing I, I learned there is um, that... When you when you you arrive there, and there are some group of people who go there with friends, but others don't, like me. They they just went there alone, and it was like a big thing. It was my first flight alone, and then you fly to the U.S. You know, um, uh, where I was forced to speak English. My English has never been bad, but obviously at that point I didn't have that much experience. Mm -hmm. and, um, I went uh, I went there alone and you have so many different nationalities and with different cultures and stuff and and you go there and you have to like I learned the first uh, few days that the worst thing that you can have is that can happen to you is sitting alone in the in the um, in the uh, in the dining hall oh, sitting yeah. alone there while other people are are joking and stuff is the worst thing that happens and but it's a thing that happens to many people in the beginning and at some yeah. point, some someone was sitting, uh, like, sat next to me and just started speaking to me. I think it was a kid from behind. And, um, you know, he started talking to me. So I started hanging out with him. And and um, from, from day to day, more people were joining a group. And it was just a normal thing. We were hanging out together and, and actually adding other people as well. So we saw some, I think, at some point, some kid from Hong Kong sitting all alone. And, um, and it was just a natural thing to go to that kid and say, hey, you want to sit with us? We're, uh, we sit over there. You want to talk to us? And so that kid started joining us. And it was just this, this beautiful and honest um, connection between cultures and between um, just different people, different kids who just want to have fun and, and connect with each other and, 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 you know, be honest to each other. And it was so pure and something that at home in school where – well, obviously, many people were superficial and many people hating on each other, which probably happens everywhere for uh, the longer you stick together. But it just wasn't there, you know. And so, so I um, the last day of that thing happening is when everybody is sitting in the the dining hall for the for the whole night, and then in the morning people start to leave campus because they, you know, there's buses taking them to the airport, so the first uh, nationalities to leave are like from South Korea and, and all the Asian countries. And, you know, and then the further you get, uh, the closer you get to the U S and the later, later it gets and more and more people leave. And it's all a thing. It's a night full of crying. Like mm. you, you, you have these people that have grown to your heart and, and you just, you know, you are very likely never going to see them again.
Yeah. And you know, it was it was so uh, beautiful, but I I didn't cry. I didn't cry uh, at that night because it was just overwhelming. And I met and that night I sorry I'm I'm, I'm making loops here. Um, that that guy, that German guy I hated, approached me that last night. And we ended mm. up talking the whole night and I figured out, hey, this guy is actually fun. He's actually a cool kid. He's just, you know, he is a show off, obviously, and he still is to this day. Um, but I found out, well, he's nice. And he, he, ta- he said to me, well, when, when, when we we're both back at home, um, I'm going to call you. We're going to hang out. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I, I didn't expect him to uh, that to happen. Mm. Um, we left and uh, I, ha- I spent two more weeks with my, and my, I have relatives in close to New York. So I spent two weeks with them. And the first night I, I was there, I, I cried the whole night through. I just cried wow. so much because I missed these people. And, and it was like a thing I, I, at that moment I decided I have to go there again. I need to have that experience again because like the honesty and the love I felt in that moment changed me until this day. Mm. And uh, back home and the summer is not over yet back when i was back in germany my um that guy contacted me like the first day i landed in germany he called and i said hey you want to meet in the city we're gonna gonna go uh, i'm gonna want to go have drinks with you and i was like yeah sure whatever i'm gonna do that and uh i just had a wonderful summer with that kid we we were uh we were having drinks we were um you know un- underage trying to to get to score some alcohol in the bars uh running through the city uh, the town at night and um and until this day he's one of my best friends my very best friends so i'm meeting, wow. I'm, I'm having a call he's living in uh, close to where my parents are and I'm, I'm calling him every every week and he's such a loyal person I, so f- for that thing I'm, I'm grateful to have had that experience and it shows that how how wrong you can be in a person if you just be superficial and think, well, that guy's yeah. a dick. So, um, so that was one thing. And then, since that whole summer thing is an, uh, end, uh, hasn't ended, I begged my parents to go again. So they said, okay, well, you, if you want to go again, you're going to have certain, you have to have certain grades. So I worked to get there again, and I did score to go there. And I remember nice. that. Um, so I, I also that, that year, I, I that was the first time I actually fell in love, like at home. Mm. And I so you know that that special feeling when you know, like, oh, there's a difference between finding someone attractive and actually feeling something like love for 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 another human being. Yep. So I had that that year, and. Um, and then the night before I left for my second uh, time at the summer camp, I, I was at home and I cried at home in Germany in my room. I cried because I knew I'm going to go back there again. And it was this, you know, when, when, when you have like an experience and afterwards, you know how valuable it was, mm-hmm. and you, you know, and you're like, you're like, shit, I should have seized every fucking second of that thing. Yeah. You know that? And I was in that lucky and very rare position to um uh to have that before before it happened so i knew this is this will be the last time i'm gonna be able to attempt that program so i better value every fucking millisecond of what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. and and so i was sitting in my room and i was just crying like a baby and my mom she heard it and she came in my room and said what's wrong and i said "I'm, i'm just so happy i'm gonna be there again i can't believe how happy i am and I went there and um, obviously it wasn't as magical as it was the first time because first yeah. time is always, you know, it's different. It, w- it was beautiful and I met many cool people there as well, but it wasn't that, um, that magical. And, uh, but uh, the last night I, so I, I'm going to go faster now, the last um, day of it, um, this time when we had the last night where everybody was saying goodbye to each other, I, um, I didn't cry as, as well in, in the night. But I got on the bus that took me to the airport and I was sitting all the way in the back uh, of the air of the, the bus and I didn't sit next to anyone and I was waving goodbye to American friends and to, to the teachers and stuff who were all waving and I just started to cry and I think the whole ride of like two hours... No. I was sobbing oh. back there and there was one of the tutors, like one of the, the, the teachers and, and keep in mind, I was like 16 at that time. So I was like 12 and, um, <laughs> and he was... He he felt bad for me and 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 because I was crying so much and he was like 
was like, hey, you want to play a game on my iPad? I have doodles up on my iPad. Like it was like some some kid. And I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. And you know, I, I, I and, and when I was at the airport, I looked, I, I, I went to the bathroom and looked at my face, and it was all red and bloated. Oh, yeah, because I cried so much. But um, this is for me. I have the same feeling about that thing that I that you had. Like I, I, I mean, I don't feel. I feel like I took every second of it, and mm. I, I took the most of it. I, I do genuinely feel that. But I'm never gonna get that back. It's never gonna mm-hmm. be as great as it has been there back then. So, no, but I think these these kind of situations are the these are the things that you just you have in your heart. And I know that when I'm like old and I'm uh, I'm about to die or something like that, I know that I will think of these moments as well. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I I, yeah, I just think that's, them. that's beautiful. I think that's yeah. really, that's a really really great summer thing. So. Um, I think the segment is long enough. Um, I want to add a, a song um, that is the number one song of that situation of that summer, and uh, the the song um, always brings tears to my eyes, even though it's not a song that it's that's actually sad. And the song is by Miley Cyrus, and it's called mm. "Party in the USA," and it's such a such yeah, a touching it's, song. It's, it touches me so much because it's it's the song they played in that in that uh, first year. All like every presentation we had and every party they had, they always played that song. And and so this song for me is like the saddest song on earth because it always brings me back to that. Wow! Again, you're going so much deeper than me. I'm just going for another open window banger. Uh, I, I went for a tradition to share Japanese artists. The song is called First Light by Makoto Matsushita. Mm. All right. Hear you guys in a moment. If I get Corona, I get Corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. You know, I've been waiting. We've been waiting for Miami spring break for a while. About two months we've had this trip planned. Two, three months. So we're just out here having a good time. Whatever happens, happens. Like, it's really messing up with my spring break. What is there to do here other than go to the bars or the beach and they're closing all of it? It's really messing up. Yeah, I mean, we planned this a long time ago and it was kind of up in the air if we still go. But, like, we're here. I just turned 21 this year, so I'm here to party. So it's kind of disappointing. Morning, but we're just making the most of it. We met these other people in our little Airbnb spot, so we're just hanging out with them and trying to get drunk before everything closes. I mean, it sucks, but we're gonna make the best we're of it. Enjoying we're enjoying ourselves. Now. It sucks, and I'm from New Orleans, so this really sucks. However, we're gonna enjoy ourselves. We having day parties all day. It's my birthday, St. Patrick's Day. We're just trying to roll with the boy. We're just living for the moment. We're just going for, we're just going to do what happens, when it happens. When stuff closes, we're going to do when it closes. But uh, uh, besides that, we're just trying to have the best chip we can. Yeah. Hi, and welcome back to the summer episode of Poutine Bratwurst. My name is Simon, and I'm speaking to Philip. Are you there? I am with my wonderful microphone once again. Scoo scoo. Um, so we're so we we think we we're thinking you know this is this podcast is also a service podcast where we're trying to make your lives better, and now it's summer and um, we're trying to make your summer better. So, um, so I, I was I was talking to Philip before and we said that we we're gonna try and give you some things to appreciate about the summer and some things that like some some uh, tricks we we like to use in the summer so i give an example right um one thing that i always notice is when when you, you like say you're sitting in the office or, or something like that and you don't have a nice ac like i my office doesn't have an ac so there's a trick how you can stop sweating and how you can cool down your body without um without any technology did you know that no i, I was not aware of it then you're gonna learn it now because what you do, you what I do is so you you pour water like but not cold water water that is best would be around body temperature maybe even a little uh, warmer. Mm. Um, you pour pour it on your forearms and on your lower legs. Okay, and just leave it there. And what happens is, um, for some reason, these are the areas that when they are wet and they are they're cool. 
your whole system cools down, your body cools down and, uh, and you stop sweating. Obviously, if it's like 40 degrees in your office, it's not going to last for a couple of hours and only maybe half an hour or 45 minutes or so. But it does give you the cooling effect if it's really necessary. And by then, you pro your body is easier adjusted to the heat. Interesting. See, when I was living in Morocco, they told me that if you put cold water at the base of your neck, like behind, mm -hmm. your, behind your neck, like, I don't know how you describe this part in English. You can yeah, see. Yeah, like, I know what you mean now. Like, like right like before the, your hair starts. Yeah, like the, yeah, the base of your neck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, if you put cold water there, it's a great way to just feel like fresh, like all over your body, basically. Oh. So when I was in Fes, which was a, like a city in the desert, mm -hmm. it was like 40, 43, 42, something like that. Um, I was like, I'm a winter man, you know, I'm a man from the north, right? So um, these weather are not for me, obviously. And it was so painful for me. So my, my friend always asked me to buy cold water. And he would just like pour it on your neck, pour it on your neck. And it felt very good. So that's also another trick. Cool. Um, one thing I, I hate is like when it's, it's, it's a summer night and you lay in bed and you're sweating and it's super warm. And, you know, you have like mm. your, your arms and your legs all as far apart from your body as you can. But yeah. It doesn't really help until, until it's later at night and um, you fall asleep so one thing you can do if it's really really super hot take on your sheet a t-shirt take on a, your boxers and take a shower not a cold one but take like a body temperature um, um, type shower and get soaked like soak your shirt and your boxers and go to bed soaked dripping wet and it's that's gonna cool you a lot down so Well, isn't it like gonna soak your your bed and everything? Isn't it a bad idea? Well, it is, but uh, since it's so warm, it's gonna dry very fast. I mean, if if you right. if you piss your bed, it's gonna, you know, it's it's drying as well. So, beds are made to be to be wet. <laughs> well, I I don't know if I would dare to try that, but I'll, I'll take notes for sure. Um, also another thing that if you if you're Say you're thirsty and you're like you're you're on a hike or or something and you don't have water or you only have like a, a bottle of water left and you're very very thirsty. Instead of um, pouring the whole thing down, you can do a trick that um, that I, I saw in a documentary about like the uh, like the people who work in the uh, who, who are in the Sahara a lot. What they do is they take a sip of water and just leave it in their mouth for as long as they can. And mm. that way, your your the the urge to drink and to be very thirsty is stopped for for a very long time because your body is just you have water in your mouth, so it feels like you're full of water. You can cheat your body on that. Wow, that makes sense. I guess yeah, that's interesting. I thought you would tell me like take the water bottle and just drink the cap, just caps like this, so it take it lasts for longer. Nah, that's uh, I. The thing is really to keep it in your mouth, and it, I tried that, but it's actually not that easy. It's more yeah, difficult. You, you, in fact, if you drink like a sweet drink, that makes it more difficult. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Any? Do do you have um like like um what what do you like to do in the summer? Is there are there like small things that that you find especially beautiful to do in the summer, or that you only do in the summer? Yeah, well, the one thing I really enjoy doing, and I know it's pretty basic, and I'm not going to shock anyone, but I love to go picnic. Mm. Uh, there's a place next to my place. It's like a it's like a simple beach, nothing too fancy. You know, it's on a, by a lake, but they have this amazing setting. Like, there's a big, big, big tree, so it's full of shade, which is very mm -hmm. comfortable. Massive picnic tables, like, you can host probably 30, 40 people on there, so you can share it with other people. Mm -hmm. Or if you're lucky, you can be on your own. But and they have like public barbecues too. Nice. So if you want, you can bring your own stuff and just bring a nice bottle of, of wine, and you know, bring your cheese and whatever you want. And uh, it's 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 a summer delight for me to be able to do this. It's such a fun thing to do, especially when you don't have like a backyard or even a patio. Like at my place, I don't have any of that. So it's just a, a great way to just relax and. Um, Yeah, that's my probably my favorite thing to do during summer. For me, I 
love um, to wander around at night. Um, I summer nights are, are oh, summer nights are the best. They're beautiful. Like it's warm outside, but and it's not as hot as as it used mm -hmm. to be. And the best thing is if the streets are empty. If you, I mean, yeah. obviously a lot of people are gonna be around, and I'm not the first person to like walking around at night in summer. But if you find like streets that are empty at night, and you just walk them, and it feels like there is no time. The the mm -hmm. night is not gonna end, and you just wander around, enjoying everything, and everything is has a different vibe at night. But it's still warm enough, so you don't have, feel like oh, I'm gonna go inside and warm up. I that little breeze, that. Oh, the little, yes. the, the little summer night breeze. Oh yeah, you. it just hits you. It's 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 so good. Yeah, I agree. I agree fully, fully. Also, um, like like like, what what are you what are your favorite summer smells? I. I But you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like these smells that you notice in summer, where like, oh man, this takes me back. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't have. I don't. Quickly, I don't know. You said you said about sunscreen. I, I yeah, I, so. I love. I like for me the smell of sunscreen is such a summer thing. It keep it uh, throws me all the way back to to like family vacations when I was like in elementary school. So now that you say this, I would say the smell of the ocean. Uh, like of just you know, like the salty smell mm. of summer. Oh, of, God, of, of, yeah. I, I, that's, I think that would be it for me because we don't study, don't have much nice beaches here. But uh, I remember when I was a kid, we went to France and I, I went to the, the to swim in the ocean for the first time in my life. Mm. So I remember that smell. Uh, every time I go to a beach by the ocean, you have this, this salty. Uh, sea, uh, seaweedy smell of of, um, nice. of summer, it just brings me back there for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's a pretty basic answer, but that's no, my absolutely. answer, man. What can I do about it? <laughs> I also like the um, I also like um, road works in the summer. I like the the smell you would, of you would of like care and stuff. You would like, like Montreal. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I don't know I don't know why, but it um, I like that in the summer. It's not the the most pleasant smell, but Smelling that in the summer, it gives me it gives me the memberries. So, I like that. Or obviously barbecue. I love the smell of barbecue. Absolutely, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Again, that's something I cannot have at my place, and it's very unfortunate. Oh. I miss having a good, you know, good hot dog and a good burger, or whatever. So much fun. Oh. Do you like? Do you guys do? Do you guys do uh, corn, uh, corn like things during the, the summer? Like if the whole family gather. And you just you just buy like a shit ton of corn and just open the corn together and you just eat corn all all, all day. Uh, not that I I do like grill uh, like corn on the cob. I do like that, but um, it's it's something that you yeah like you have like two or three corn on the cobs on your barbecue, but it's not like a, the main theme of a of a barbecue um, party. Right. What about in boiling water? Do you do that too? I think I have never actually done that myself. Because here, usually what they do is they, they buy this massive pot, like a big, big pot, and they put like a propane like fire under it, and you just like all the family just open the corn together, and somebody's just you know cooking. It's you can cook so many at the same time, and just like everybody gets the corn, and it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a really family thing to do. Cool. Because uh, it, it it takes place outside, of course. So. I would say maybe the smell of corn also reminds me of summer. Then, if I think about it, then you're getting you're getting me really hungry. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. I barely ate, but I'm I'm getting hungry here. <laughs> uh, corn would be nice right now. Oh yeah, I would. All right, um, I think that's it from my side. Yeah, I think I'm done. Yeah, I. Um, well, you, um, you talked about cocktail. Do you have a cocktail to 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 suggest to our listeners? I'm not a big drinker. That's the issue. Mm -hmm. Like. Um, there isn't really a drink. I like a, I like ice cold beer. I like that. I would um, say no to a beer with you, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, don't even let me think of that. Like especially this when it's summer. I I, I miss the ocean. I want to go somewhere, and and you have this fucking virus that stops me from doing it. But that's not the issue. I don't want want you guys to be like, oh yeah, here we go again. The guys are the yeah, best yeah. because they can can go on vacation. No. Actually, you can have most of these things that we just said. You can have them very close to your home. So mm -hmm. do that and enjoy your summer. And um, 
Well, um, we have an issue here with with the so if if you, if you let me for for two minutes, I can tell. Sure, sure, sure. It's just that a lot of people usually go to the U.S. for their vacations. Oh. Uh, but this year they couldn't, so they were they went to an area that is east of Quebec City. It's pretty far. Like I've been there once when I was a kid. Gorgeous place, a gorgeous place, but it's far. So a lot of families went there that would not usually go. So the, the touristic infrastructure was not ready to welcome them. And some people are so fucking dumb and so fucking disgusting. They would like they would like empty their 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 camping car, like a toilet on the beach, and just. Oh. They, they would play beer pong and shit on the beach and just go and just litter the whole place up and nobody would pick it up. And the government is, is, is freaking out right now. It's like, where were these people before? Like, what's going on? Why? Like, we're not ready for this. And the answer is they were probably trashing the U.S. I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't know why I told you that, but it's a big issue right now. People are just dirty pigs. It's, it's disgusting. Don't be an asshole, even in the yeah, summer. Yeah, please, please. Don't if you if asshole. you if you produce trash, pick them up. You know, it's not a big. I'm not asking much. Um, you know, the the beach is for everyone. Um, think about would you like to go to a beach? It's full of broken glass and 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 used diapers. The answer is probably no. So don't do it for other people either. It's simple, right? I thought yep. we learned that in elementary school, but apparently some people missed that class. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, do you have a song? A last song for the list. Yeah, it's another road tripping song uh, for me, the local artist, as I always try to do. It's called La Vin, so the 20. It's the biggest highway in Quebec. So uh, it's called La Vin, so the 2020 highway. It's a, it's, it's a weird song. It's a cool artist. I love the guy. Uh, Plume, from Plume La Traverse. Uh, he, he used to be a very brash and rude guy on stage in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a story about this guy who he used to play with like a 24 pack of beer next to him and he would drink the thing during the night, just drink it all the time. And one time, like there was a, a female bouncer that told him that he could not perform with alcohol on stage. And he was so angry that he wrote a song about, about this woman. And it, I, I don't know how to translate it, but it's, it would be like calling her that's fat, that's fat fucking bitch or something. Oh gosh. It's, it's like one of his most famous songs. So, um, but the song is not too vulgar if you, if you wonder. So, still, love my very cool song, very cool artist too. Right, my my last summer song is is a is a summer classic. It's by Jose Feliciano, and it's called Nena Nana. All right, I wish you guys a very good two hot summer weeks. Enjoy it. And um, don't forget to write to us at putinbalvest at gmail and send us voice messages through the Anchor app if you want. We would really like to have chit chats with you guys. Um, if you have questions for us, we are willing to answer anything, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so um, in any case, please write to us. And thank you for the people that are uh, here every two weeks. For, uh, we appreciate your support. Please share with your friends too. Uh, and um, if you have suggestions also, or in all ways we could reach out to other people, uh, we appreciate that too. So uh, yeah, you guys have a safe and wonderful summer. All right. All right. Bye-bye.